0: are listening to The Word of Hope, sermons preached at Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Today's sermon is by Pastor Dean Bernke. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, amen. The base for our sermon today will be taken from Genesis 2 and 3 as well as John chapter 6. Really. You know, it's a rather interesting word. That word can be used in a multiplicity of ways. There is the really set as a question. Really? There's a really that's formed by gossip. Really? There's the really that expresses interest. Really? Really? The really that reflects doubt. Really? The really as a punctuation of belief. Really? Really is simply simply really a really interesting word. Now the use of really abounds in society. And it can alternate between reflecting disbelief on one hand and belief on the other hand. It can be between... Belief said quizzically and really said with conviction. And yet, increasingly, the really said with conviction is often simply a belief whose origin is oneself. And such a phenomena goes way back. We know from Genesis 1:1, it says, God created. And in that creation story, the truth or the crown of his perfect creation was humans. He placed our parents, Adam and Eve, in the garden saying, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. And the instructions of them were clear. You may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat, for in that day you shall eat of it. That you eat of it, you shall surely die. That word was clear to the crown of God's creation. Our first parents were not to determine for themselves that which is right and that which is wrong. They were not to pluck from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If they did, they would die. And so it was clear. It was straightforward. It was simple. They were to do this and not do that. God meant what he said, really. Now it goes on, a serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you shall eat of, not eat of any tree in the garden? No, that's not what God really said. And Scripture reveals that Eve had correctly received God's message. There was no hearing, there was no comprehension problem on the part of Eve. The message was sent, the message received. And yet, with that seed of doubt planted, the soil of was prepared for depositing the lie. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. The lie was clear, straightforward, simple. Satan's message was sent. The message was received. Satan's really enticed them. And so rationalization led to Adam and Eve's own really of conviction. It just really seemed right for them to eat that from that forbidden tree. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes, that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate, and she gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate. The really of their belief was simply a statement Born out of the conviction whose origin was themselves. Indeed, the genesis of self-birth really goes a long way back, and the really of conviction born of one's own thoughts continued. Take, for example, what Jesus says in John 6, verse 53. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. This teaching on this subject gives rise to the disciples' response. The disciples said, this is a hard saying. Who can listen to it? Then it goes on soon. Many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. The teaching, while it was... Too difficult to grasp. How could such a thing be taken as truth? Is it not easier to walk away than to wrestle with deep thoughts? Easier than to enjoy the bliss of what they already knew? Eat the flesh? Drink the blood? What's he talking about? The midwife of their own thought gave birth to the really of conviction. And the really of that conviction prompted those disciples to hit the road. The sense of really, the really of conviction born out of the surety of our own thoughts is woven deep inside of us. It started in the garden. It continues in the desert landscape of our own sinful existence. It started the pluck of forbidden fruit. And it continues with the harvest of our own sin. For you see, God is really clear for what he desires for us. And yet, we prefer our own clarity. The Bible says Adam and Eve realized they were naked after the fall. They had taken their eyes off of God. And they noticed themselves. They moved to cover themselves, fashioning fig leaves together. And in our sinfulness, we become comfortable in the nakedness of our sin. And with our gaze fixed on ourselves, we express the reality of our own convictions. How sure we are of our assessments of truth. It's woven inside of us, transmitted to the next generation. The really of conviction born of our own thoughts can be ever-present. It's manifest in a conversation between a couple as they grapple with the news of a pregnancy. And how many other couples long for that news, but for this couple, it simply invokes fear. The pregnancy is not understood as a blessing, rather it's seen as a curse. And so this problem must be dealt with. A family member counsels or suggests an abortion. After all, a couple is counseled. It isn't really a life. It's just a blob of tissue. So instead of looking forward to embracing their child, the solution to their problem is grasp. Really, they reason. It isn't life yet. There really sounds so true to them. They convince themselves. But the really of one's convictions born of one's thoughts has an impact on not only the youngest but the oldest. Quality of life. You've heard that term. Quality of life becomes a governing principle regarding the elderly, especially those who are suffering from a terminal illness or dementia or confined to a nursing home. And so it opens up the conversation about euthanasia. The concern is raised about these older people burdening the limited resources of society. The conversations occur among the young, while the old are excluded. And soon the conversations they become monologues. The really of conviction is formed. The course of action can be seem so right when the only one you have to convince is yourself confusion reigns regarding truth a start in the garden it's exemplified in biblical times and it's manifest today satan's question did god really say is as relevant today as it was back in Adam and Eve's time. In fact, we may be the ones voicing the question, did God really say? Confusion shows itself in what we believe. And amidst that confusion, what's God's response? Well, let's look at the story of Elizabeth and Mary. You know that story? story where the angel had given Mary the news that she would bear the Messiah. And along with this amazing news, she was also told that her relative Elizabeth was six months pregnant. The story goes on to tell us that Mary goes quickly to Elizabeth. And Luke one forty one says, And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb. Now fast forward to the account of the birth of our Lord. It says in Luke 2.12, and this will be a sign for you. You'll find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. Importantly, the same Greek word for baby, brephos, is used for the baby inside and outside the womb. Clarity. God values life in all stages, from the pre-born to natural death. And God's value of life and for life extends into all eternity. You know that baby carrying the womb of Mary and born in Bethlehem grew. The toddler Jesus learned to walk and with the legs of an adult, he made the journey to Jerusalem. There he was crucified for our sin, including that sin of devaluing life and our quietude regarding protecting the most vulnerable among us, from the youngest to the oldest. He was raised from the dead. The sacrifice for sin, accepted. Accepted. And we are washed in his victory in the life-giving waters of baptism. Life eternal bestowed upon us. Remember what Peter said to Jesus? You have the words of eternal life. And those words of eternal life are declared to us. And the world needs to hear your voice to declare Jesus' words of eternal life. The world needs to hear your voice to declare the value of life in all of its stages. The world needs to hear your voice to declare God's convictions born of his word. The world needs to hear your voice declare that God's word of forgiveness purchased for the blood of Jesus extends to all sinners. The world needs to hear your voice. Really, really, really. Amen. And now may the peace of God with surpass all human understanding, guard your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Word of Hope. We hope your time with us was filled with joy and peace in hearing the Lord's Word. If you have questions or would like more information about Hope Lutheran Church, please visit our website at www.hopeaurora.org. Send an email to office at hopeaurora.org or call us at 303-364-7416. This has been The Word of Hope.